My name is Ray Furstein. I live in upstate New York, and um, I died twice in my life. Turned 70 the other day, so 65 years ago, it's as clear as it was then. Yeah, I was 17 years old and uh, had stomach ache for a couple of days. I was getting ready to go to prom. And um, my father, you know, I was in bed. I had 102 temp, and it was fluctuating, so he gave me uh, Pepto-Bismol to help my stomach ache. And it got to the second or third day, and uh, it was very severe. My fever kept going up. So he made an appointment, I went to my doctor, and he never even got me in the office. Um, he said uh, that uh, I had appendicitis, and um, they go right to the hospital. So that's what they did. They uh, brought me to the hospital. And um, I guess while I was in there, is this what I've been told? Because I don't remember a lot of what happened, you know, physically. But they were telling me this, that I had, uh, they had like a waiting area outside the operating room, kind of a prep area. And I, I was in there and my father was with me and I said, geez, uh, dad, I feel really good now. And he goes, what? I said, yeah, the pain and everything's gone. So he goes, really? And so he went out and got the nurse. They came in and my appendix had burst inside. And they said, you're, you're going in right away. So they wheeled me in, but I had passed away on the table going in. Uh, this time, uh, a few more years <laughs> on my life, but I, I still didn't see my life as it was past before me. I've never really seen that. Uh, what I did see, uh, it was like, it was white, very, very bright white and faded into um, like a garden with some buildings, fragments of buildings, but there's a lot of people in there and they're talking. And there's somebody that was escorting me and was just talking to me again. Another, uh, it was a male and a female voice, but I, you know, I couldn't, I never saw them. I could feel them touching my arm, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't see them. I didn't even look at them. I didn't try to, you know, look around at them. Uh, but there was people all milling around. Uh, it was kind of like in a soft pastel uh, colors. And, um, they were chatting and they looked at me, smiled, and it was really weird. Then this one woman uh, approached me in uh, this like white um, gown. It was kind of frilly and uh, nothing special. It was just a gown with, uh, she had a blue pendant, blue stone pendant on her uh, chest, you know, right about where her neck is. Uh, hanging down and uh, she, I would say if I was to estimate her name probably her age was probably about yeah, she was in her early 50s say um, and she says hi Ray it's nice to meet you um, my name is Rose I'm your grandmother went, oh cool and yeah I mean honestly there was just no realization of death at all it was such a smooth transition from dying in both times into the other side there was nothing except just the you're there that's it like somebody turned a switch on and you moved and uh she says um you you can't stay here you're gonna go back but please tell your mother that tommy's okay i went oh okay i can do that and with that i i was told uh, spoken to i guess spoken to 
that, you know, you have to go back. And they escorted me back again. And I just, I woke up in the emergency room, in a recovery room. And, uh, it, you know, I, I recovered, was there like a couple of weeks and went home. And while I was home, I, um, I, I went and I talked to my mother and uh, I said, she says, uh, how do you feel? How was, how was, what was that experience? And I said, well, I got to tell you something. There was a woman that met me and her name was Rose. And she, she got, her mouth fell open and she was like, and I said, a woman met me and said her name was Rose. And she was probably about in her early 50s. And then, I, see, she never talked about her parents much. And she went and got uh, this Bible that has all the births and deaths in it. It's old German. And she says, um, Rose is my mother. She goes, uh, I said, I gathered that. She goes, she had a message for you. I said, what was that? She said, tell your mother that Tommy is fine. And uh, she almost fainted. Um, back in the old times, there was a lot of stillbirths, uh, a lot of uh, deaths of babies right after being born because some of the, the, the chemicals and medicines they use caused a lot of trouble back in the 40s and 50s. All right. And uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, she and she says, well, you know, and I said, oh, yeah, by the way, she had a blue stone pendant around her neck. And of course, she went in her drawer and there it was. And I mean, she turned white. She goes, I go, who's Tommy? Well, I did know uh, from my mother and father talking. I'm the youngest in the family. I had a, an older sister and two older brothers. And um, there was another baby. And the baby died at birth. And that was the baby. That was Tommy, my brother. And uh, she told me the whole story about it. It was very interesting. Was kind of blown away that that would happen. She was she was even more so. She had to sit down a couple of times, hang onto the chair, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, that stays with you forever. It's nothing that you just say, "Oh well," and, but it just doesn't. It does make a change uh, in you. Um, as much as I, um, I, I see, I was raised uh, Roman Catholic. I, I was an altar boy from for eight, nine years. I went to seminary, in fact, for two years. So I was going to be a priest, but that didn't work out. Um, and um, so, you know, I was pretty steeped in, in spiritualism and religion and things like that. And um, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm more spiritual than I am religious. And I, it, it always is on your mind. And quite honestly, it, it actually has inspired me to do a few things um, that I don't know that I probably would have done if I hadn't had that experience. And um, it guided me. When you get touched by whoever that is that, that is there with you, um, they're always there. You always know they're there with you. You know what I'm saying? It, I, to put a word, is it an angel? Is it a guardian spirit? I have no, it doesn't matter. I don't care, you know, but I feel very comfortable knowing that they're there, that they've been with me my whole life. Um, 
as a muse, in effect, for, for a lot of different things that I do. And um, I, I do give them credit for much of inspiration for things that I am able to do. Taking something away, I would tell anybody, don't be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid about death. Death is a word that humans gave to a condition that happens to this body, but it doesn't happen to the spirit, and there's nothing to fear over there. I think your biggest fear is your own conscience. One of the things that was inspired was, and bugged me for a long time until I actually did it, was to, I'm a I'm an engineer. I'm an electrical and electronics engineer. I've been for about 30, 30 years, but I've been in electronics forever. And um, a, a, something happened that pushed me to do this one thing. And it was back about 25 years ago. Um, my wife and I, if we got sick, we would go downstairs and get sick, be sick on a couch so we didn't wake the other guy up because we both worked, you know. And so when you, she was very sick, she had a bad cold and she went down the, and slipped on the couch. And I woke up uh, one Saturday morning, probably about two o'clock. It was two o'clock in the morning because I looked at the clock, got up to see if she was okay to go downstairs. And I heard this, this woman singing and it, it, it caught me by surprise. I was heading on the way downstairs and it, she she sang, it was like loud, but it was not, didn't hurt. It was just loud. And it was the most beautiful, young, melancholy voice, hauntingly beautiful voice that I've ever heard in my life. And she sang six notes and triplets three times. I went down to the landing, she sang it again. Then I got into the living room and she sang it again. And it was coming out of our dining room, which is right below our bedroom where I just came out of. I said to my wife, did you hear that? And of course she was half awake. She's oh yeah, somebody's singing. And I fell back to sleep. And so I waited until the morning and I asked her, she says, yeah, what was that? I go, I have no idea, but it was absolutely good. And I'm a musician also. So I was able to go to the piano and pick up the notes and I've, I've had them. It bugged and bugged and bugged me until I realized what I needed to do. And I built a device. I wanted to do scientific research, not the stuff you see on television. You know, people running around throwing their hands up in the air and screaming or yelling and screaming at the spirits, which uh, these ghost hunters, I don't like ghost hunting because that you're, you're hunting a, a being. And I don't think that's morally correct. Um, if you researched, I wanted to research the, uh, the the reason why paranormal happens, reason why there are spirits out there, why they come here, and what the energy levels are, what they what they generate, how they it can influence our um, environment. And I built this lab, and I learned so much through it. Just by them speaking to us. And we have a couple conversations, believe it or not. I, I, I'm not listening. I don't get Elvis or any of those guys at all. You know? uh, not like everybody else. I, it's their beings. There's some beings that stay and they talk to us. And I've been to different forts up in this area. I've been to different houses, different venues that are uh, typically haunted. And we've gotten an incredible amount of information from these beings, these uh, entities and spirits. And uh, they're more than willing to talk. 
and what I understand from them and what I found from them, you retain, you know, people say you can't take it with you. In the riches of this life, you can't take with you, of course. But uh, to me, the riches of the life is actually you, your person, your personality, your, your sense of humor, your intellect, your your curiosity and your wisdom. That's all very, gets very valuable. And they talk to us and they have a sense of humor. They, they they reason things out. They remember you. They remember us. Call us by name. And I know a lot of people think, oh, that's a demons. That's it's not. It's not. I, I have enough people around me that are very sensitive. Mainly some very prominent uh, psychics that uh, are friends of mine that have been there. They they identify the that it's it's not evil. It's not negative. They you know you've been around. You know, uh, these types of people, they're great. I love them and I've known them forever. And uh, they mentor and they also uh, come with us on these adventures and these sessions that we do. Um, because I was so involved with electronics and music, vibrations, energies, you know, working, um, this was a natural course to take. And it's it stunned us every time we turned it on. Absolutely stunned us with what comes through. I just did a session last night uh, with a friend at their house. And um, people that have us over get closure with some of the people that have passed in their life. And i that's why I built it. I built it so it would help people have that closure, understand where they are, and be able to say goodbye in a proper way. You know what I mean? From what I've read and seen and talked to other people, it's very, a near-death experience. I call it a near-life experience because I'm dead already, so I'm coming back the other way, you know. Um, again, I, don't be afraid of death. Um, there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of. Uh, people that have, have died are there. Um, I know that now a family is will greet me, which is a great comfort to know that there's going to be a, um, you know, a, a kind and a gentle hand to reach out. Uh, I did not see Jesus. I didn't see God. I don't know. I could have. You never know. I didn't know who those people were. They never introduced me. So <laughs> I was there long enough, actually. Um, I, I would just say to anybody, um, it, it, with anyone that has lost anyone, uh, don't feel sorry for they're perfectly fine where they are. They're probably happy. They're not sick anymore if they went when they were sick or they're not in trauma. Uh, and um, they're, they're just there. They'll be there for you when you go. You know, don't rush it. But, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that's about the best I can say. Just don't fear it. I wouldn't fear it.